God of the universe, maker of the stars, who am I that you would know my name? Welcome everyone to episode number 38 of Life on Purpose, and it is coming up on the one-year anniversary of this program as we end up going to revive wow. together myself mr david covert ryan cribs daniel clayton <laughs> and a number of other really special people are going to be there we will be uh speaking at uh, we have the young adult which is 19 to 29 is what they tell me but you know yeah we probably will fudge that on both sides a little bit uh <laughs> we have six hours plus because what are they going to do kick us out yeah. Right, guys? Yeah, we do whatever we want. Yeah. So I have yeah, I, I have put a detailed uh, um, list of, of things that we're going to be discussing. I have uh, lined up the complete six hours of teaching. And I would like to go over that with you really quickly. In fact, I will just go ahead and give you a screenshot. There it is. Okay. <laughs> I would expect nothing less, Mike. I would expect nothing less. I love it. Wait, yeah, that post-it note's too big. I don't know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so that's uh, oh, that man. is what we have planned. But uh, you know, you never know who may who may show up. What what may happen? Um, mm -hmm. Let's just say I've got a couple of stops to make before I get there. One at Lowe's, the other at Ooh. Party City. Oh. Uh, okay all right then okay. this is gonna be interesting yeah it's gonna so, be wild yeah 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 so people think so, some people think that we are like in the know like me david and ryan <laughs> it's maybe maybe half in the know half the time yeah so at any given moment we're only 25 percent aware of what's going on around us mm -hmm. yes yeah so, this the one maybe thing, a little less <laughs> the only thing i know is that i know that i don't know Mm. yeah well there you go and sometimes that's all you need <laughs> yeah. so could that oh, mean man. that you guys are having to go with anticipation oh yeah oh definitely <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah. i think what's leading more the anticipation for me is that i know that uh for the past what two or three years i think it's been two or it's been three three, three. it's been three this will be three yeah. so yeah, every three. time this has happened it's always been unbelievable every single time without fail. It has never failed. And we went in with absolutely nothing. And it just went, it was literally used going, Hey, come here. <laughs> hey, you yeah. come here. And just what, how did this happen? And it's, it was, that's why my anticipation is just through the roof. Cause it's never, ever been, mm -hmm. it's never disappointed. It's never been, it's always something I think it's going to be here. It always goes here. Mm -hmm. every time it just goes and goes and goes so like my anticipation's just building it's about i can't handle it anymore because <laughs> so, i think we're going to be there but we're recording this on a tuesday and we're officially starting on friday am i right, right? so yeah. yeah so you'll see it a day or two before revive kicks off so if you can't make it uh join with many people that are praying for this event that won't be there mm -hmm. but join with them in praying for it because i'm telling you there's lives that change every single time and yeah. it's young people's lives mm -hmm. it's, um not so young or been younger for longer <laughs> it's the whole spectrum gets hit the Are whole spectrum gets hit yeah <laughs> <Not getting personal. laughs> well, hey, so, uh, and if you are yeah if you, you are, are coming to revive and you're trying to figure out who you know where one of us are or where any of us are 
just look for the one that's bouncing up and down mm -hmm. and you'll find Dave, which will lead to any of us. So yeah. yes. there's your, there's your tip for the weekend. There's your tip. There you go. Dear Dave. So, uh, anticipation, Daniel, Ryan, mm -hmm. since, uh, we've already gotten to, uh, Mr. Tigger there. <laughs> Sorry. When, when, yeah, I say, <laughs> when I say anticipation, yeah, I think I'll jump. Talk about that. Yeah. I, I think I'll jump back into something that I, uh, I'd come up with on our, on the way to our Blue Ridge meeting a few months ago, whenever that was maybe seven months ago. I don't mm -hmm. remember. Um, but the, the, the kind of picture I got was, um, you know, you're going to a movie, you have a movie you want to go see, you go to the movie theater if you still do that. Um, Cause I know that's getting like pretty old school. Yeah. Um, and so you go up to the counter and you pay however much it is to see a particular movie. And at that point, at that given point, it is a guarantee you have paid money to see this particular movie. You're going to walk in. They're going to tell you which one it's in. You're going to go sit down and you're going to see that movie. It's a guarantee at that point, unless, you know, something just really weird happens. And I was just thinking how, you know, the scripture says, and we quote it all the time, where two or more are gathered, there mm. he will be as well. Ah, uh, yeah. And that is such a... it's. It, it's one of those that blows my mind every time I think about it and mm -hmm. every time I say it, because it's just so crazy. And it's even crazier when you realize how um, unconditional it is. It doesn't say where two or more are gathered, they're praying, where two or more are gathered and they're eating in my name or any of these things or where they're observing my feasts even. It's just where two or more are gathered in my name, there really? I am as well. Um, and so... Just taking that, so if we can go to a movie theater and pay a price for a ticket to see this movie and be absolutely 100% sure that we are going to see that movie when we sit in that chair, why would we not apply the same expectation and the same confidence in the fact that God will show up? Because, and even more so, Yeshua paid that price. Yeah. Like we, you know, we pay prices to go see other things or do other things. He paid the price. For God to be with us as he. And so, you know, just bouncing off what Dave was saying, that we we've seen it over and over at this point. You know, it's only been two revives, but there's been, you know, five to six meetings within that. And every single one of them was so special, so mm -hmm. unique, um, just amazing. And so, you know, we just have the same confidence that there's going to be something just as amazing this time. Absolutely. Um, I know for me, like coming into it, that my first year, I didn't know what to expect because like they've said, I was walking in the hall and uh, I just heard this deep voice behind me say, uh, Mr. Cribs, uh, come in here. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so, and you did. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, and I did. And uh, I didn't know what to expect, keyword expect, right? Um, and then what I saw, what I experienced was so much greater than I could have expected, keyword expected. Um, so then the next year I came thinking like, okay, I know, I know what went in there last year. So I am expecting to go off of what Daniel was saying. I mean, I'm expecting God to show up. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, and he did, of course, because why wouldn't he? Isn't that, I mean, why wouldn't he? Can you imagine him looking down and seeing a whole room full of people that are just excited, like they've been counting down the days so they can go because they expect him to show up 
and they're excited to be there together because all of them together expect him to show up. Uh, not to not to do anything, you know, or even expecting anything of from him other than him just to be there so that when we offer our praise to him, he's there to receive it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's huge. If you're coming with, well, I don't know what this weekend's going to hold, but we're just going to go and see. No, that's the wrong mindset. Come expecting him to be there. And he will. Mm-hmm. He will. Yeah, that kind of goes along with something I've done. Uh, I've said, you know, when you guys have been involved, when I've done the tabernacle experience, mm-hmm. and I've said that uh, I've probably taught that f- 75 times or so. And every time it's a little bit different, except for one thing that every single time, no matter if it was in uh, Anderson, South Carolina, um, Antwerp, Belgium, uh, all all over the place, every single time mm-hmm. he showed up. And I said, you know, but the thing is, people come and they don't expect anything. So what What if, what, what's the possibility that if someone comes this weekend and they leave with nothing, is it possibly because they came expecting nothing? I mean, that's basically what I was saying. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so if God meets us, as us at our expectation, wow. I think we need to step up our expectation, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to jump off of that though, and I there's something that I want to like not not really a caveat, but there's something that there's a point to there with doing going out and as a band going out and playing. We've been doing stuff with you, Mike, going on stuff with Daniel. We've done stuff before, and uh, er, very early on, I realized my perception of what I was expecting or anticipating had to be massaged a little bit. Okay. Because I would be like, oh, it has to be. It's going to be like this. It's going to be like this. That's how I was approaching it. It's going to be like this. Mm-hmm. And I was basically putting God in this box of this is how you're going to work in this environment. Mm-hmm. And every time that would blow out of that, it would just like destroy it almost to the point of a letdown and be like, what? God, what was up with that? It was uh, uh, the stage was set. Everything was there. But we just it was this and it was this. and It was this. And it was like, where was your heart at and all that? And it was just, it was like, nope, don't, don't worry about no one else. Where was your heart in that entire atmosphere? And then I came to realize the more and more those things happen, it was to kind of visualize it. It's like a a cup being full of that water Mm -hmm. and you come to this thing, but you're totally full. You can't carry a single thing more because you haven't been pouring out. You haven't been dumping, dumping. So in my analogy, that's how that, how I see it in my mind is. I need to be pouring out into this, into this upcoming thing with everything, whether it be prayer, whether it be helping whoever needs to be there, like whatever I need to do, just pouring out so that I am just totally empty, just going, God, what can you do? What do you need me to do next, sir? What's next? And just being ready. That's, yeah. I realized then if I just open the stage up and say, I don't know what you're going to do, but you just do it, whatever it is, just do it then I've been a part mm-hmm. of one of many people that had to do their job to be at that place to do that. And not, nothing against anything has been said. It was just something I realized I had to just pour out yeah, so that no, absolutely. or make my cup bigger so I could carry more. Like that's something you hope <laughs> to have. It's like, I want more. I don't know, whatever you get, I always get this, but I want this. I want all as much as I can. Like, I think that's something to think about too, is to realize that, 
you're actively participating in something. And that's what everyone is saying. I'm, I'm talking to those who are out there. Mm -hmm. that you just praying for an event, you are added to the entire team that made something like that mm -hmm. possible. Yeah. You are, you have a huge I, part to play. What? That's a, it's such a good point. I'm glad you brought that up because um, I think whether we want to or not, whether this is a conscious decision or not, we do kind of develop these um, these preconceived notions or this these um, I, I guess you could say expectations of what that it's going to be a specific way, and then it's easy to come into something like that, come into a meeting or an event, and essentially have this this mindset that says, "I'm not going to enter in until I see that that it's actually happening. I'm not going to." open myself up until mm -hmm. I see the things that I've seen in the past. And so it, it almost becomes a conditional worship on our part. Right. And, and what you're saying is like, that's, that's not the part of it at all. We go there, we go to these things because he's worthy and to be with our, with the body. Um, because there's something so powerful about us coming together and worshiping and obeying and just dwelling together in unity. There's something super powerful about that. And to do that and to come acknowledging his goodness, if he did, here's the thing. If he did nothing new, nothing again this year, we should still have the same fervency of worship for everything else he's already done. Yes. Amen. And so in those ways, like it doesn't even matter. Like he's so good and he's already done so much that we could go and worship and, and he him show up just as much, not having done anything new. And I, I use that as a lead in to say that, because I feel a little differently about this revival, like, or I feel like it's going to look different. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Like when I'm kind of thinking about it, praying about it, um, picture, picturing it in my head, like, what are these rooms going to look like? What, what's going to, what's going to be the flow of these things. It just feels different. Mm -hmm. um, and the best example I can give is like, as you go through life, you have those big impactful moments. Um, you know, the ones where you're in a big setting, uh, you know, maybe it's a, a music worship thing and all of a sudden everybody gets hit and then that's your refreshing there. Or maybe there's a, a really, really passionate teacher who has an amazing testimony and they share it and then it just impacts everybody. And there's those big moments, but then there's like also these really small moments that this is where I've kind of find, found myself in the past months, year, um, is that there's been a lot of little tiny moments mm -hmm. that have absolutely just shattered my entire world. Um, and maybe I'll get in, into sharing some of those at Revive, but mm -hmm. it's been just like, just me in those moments, or just me and one of my kids, or just me and my wife, um, or j just me and God. And, and I just feel like somebody's like that might be a more of a focus this time is those little moments between from, you know, those intimate moments from one person to one person. Mm. I don't know. It just, it feels different for me. Okay. Mm. That one person to one person. Uh, mm -hmm. I was thinking in my head, there's a scene from a, a TV show where it's this guy, his name is Ron Swanson. And uh, he goes, I wrote the manual for our local boy Scouts club I wrote the entire thing. And he opens the book and it's just two words. It's our, three words it says be a man you know uh, if i could write a handbook for <laughs> for revive it would be build relationships two words build relationships mm. 
if you're going just to be mm -hmm. fed by a teacher or to be fed by a worship leader, yeah. um, maybe you're coming with the wrong uh, concept. Because yeah. to me, Revive has always been about mm -hmm. uh, finding those relationships, even if it's just you, you meet a new person and, you, you know, just, just be open to that, to whoever God's going to bring into your life. You might receive your answer that you've been praying about for years or even prayers you forgot about by the people you'll meet at this event. Mm -hmm. So yeah. if you come just wanting to be yeah. fed, be prepared to feed others. Mm. Yeah, well. that's mm -hmm. that's great counsel. Great counsel there, Ryan. That um, you know, losing yourself. Mm -hmm. for, forget about me, okay? I, I'm not really mm -hmm. concerned about me uh, in in this thing. Uh, and what you guys are saying is along with along some of the things that I've been awake at two o'clock and four o'clock in the morning, uh, going over in my head. Uh, I can tell you that um, I, I will give people that have been there for a while. Uh, the there is a box. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, there yes. there is a box, and um, that's all <laughs> I can say about the box. But um, there's also been two personal, I believe, prophetic words spoken over the last yeah. two weeks mm. yep. regarding the the yep. youth the young adults that are going to be there and what i believe that the father is desiring to do in their lives and so if those two prophetic words come to pass um this is not going to be life-changing you guys have heard me talk about this many times um i've been around long enough to know that you go to conference after conference after conference, you know, your life's going to be changed. Your life's going to be changed. Your life's going to be changed. And it's not, you know, it's, it's kind of like, you know, changing your socks. Okay. Whatever. I, what I desire is this to be life defining. Mm -hmm. A life defining moment will stay with you for the rest of your life. A life changing moment will only stay with you until the next life changing moment. That's true. That's very good. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, I think, um, it's just so amazing that the more you lose yourself, the more that he, desires to pour out on you mm -hmm. um i think that's that's the thing that shocked me the biggest that had me um crying like a little baby in a in the middle of, i mean everybody everybody is there watching like i'm in the middle of the room the great room and um i think it was it was before the teacher started and there's this this little old lady that i mean just just to have the story of how she got sitting next to me was god oh. And then she starts prophesying over me and I, I am literally just crying there because it wasn't just what she was saying, which was true, but it was the fact that I had come to revive, to pour out. And then God spoke to her to come find me. Mm -hmm. And then so that he could pour into me as well. And that's just what he wants to do for everyone. Like the more that you, remove yourself from it the more that you will get it's i mean 
it's the backwards logic we've talked about of the kingdom, how everything that we have currently is backwards to the kingdom, which is where everything is actually in its appropriate place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's a, I want to jump off what you're saying there, Daniel. There's this, we're kind of all talking about this idea that the anticipation is great. It's exciting. It's wonderful. There's this selflessness that does come a part of it. And especially when you understand that you are part of something much bigger. It's not just because of your action. Your action was because there was so many other people there that were praying for something that were praying and prophesying and going through it. That, that selflessness is that, okay, God, I'm all ears. I'm, I am waiting for direction. I am listening for guidance. I am, I'm wanting to react to whatever someone says to me. I'm wanting to react through, I want you to just be a conduit flowing through me. And that's that pouring out. That's that idea. That's, I think that you put it much better than I did. That idea of if you're pouring out, when you're, when they're, all of it's out, then it's just can be filled up again. It's just a big pitcher. Just, just, it'll just get filled up again. And if you just keep on pouring out, guess what? You just keep getting filled back up and it just keeps going and going. And it's happened every time we've been there. It's been that just same thing. And it was also, which I absolutely love. I cannot tell you how much I love how these people that were there were also so ready. They were also so vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think the right word is they were so ready to be raw in that moment. They were so ready not to just be mm-hmm. caring about what other people thought. It was that that raw faith of going, I'm here to meet you. So that's why I'm here. And it's truly amazing to realize that you're a part of something that's such a big, a big group of people led to this moment. And you're part of that team. Um, I don't know. I don't know if we wanted to, I can maybe just go into a little bit. Hopefully it won't be too long. Uh, Camp Mashiach where Mike was teaching uh, there as well. We were there doing stuff. It was fun. And while the uh, program had to be held down by Alex, but she did a wonderful, amazing job, just amazing testimony. If you didn't get a chance to listen to it, please go back and listen to it because it was really awesome. What a testimony. Um, Yeah, it was. There was an event to kind of correlate back with Revive. There was an event that happened two years ago when we went to Camp Mashiach, and it was uh, just the whole room was just filled with it was just unbelievable, amazing. And what's always amazing is is you like you hope for that to come again, right? You always like, oh, I hope that that same thing happens. But every time it come, that same thing comes back, it's never the same way. And you said that, Mike, like it's never the same way. It's always something that's beyond what you're thinking. And uh, one of our last nights we were there, something broke out. And we're all just like, oh, oh, here we go again. This is a little different. Hmm. Okay, Spirit, we're, 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 and we've talked about this numerous times on the, on the show about that. I think me and Ryan talk about it as being like a river and yeah. it just shows up and you're just there going, okay. Uh, you and you were, I'm looking at your leads. I'm, I'm watching what's going on. Oh, now it's my turn. I need to now be involved. And it was just that just dynamicness that happens. And it was always amazing is how much the people who we talk about as participants right there, they're there out in the, the audience is not the audience anymore. They're the active participants of what's yeah. happening. And you're just along for the ride at that point. And that's what happened again. And it was like, Wow. And then talking to people afterwards, and it was amazing talking to them, but some even had the idea that it was uh, so-and-so or this or that. And it was like, no, you got to realize it was not just, we weren't just a small part of that. It was 
there were so many other people. It was the sound staff. It was the people praying every single time. And there was one that came just tears streaming down his face. I can't remember your name, sir, but if you're listening, uh, it touched my heart tremendously. He just with tears streaming down his face talked about how much he was praying for something like this to happen. He was praying, he was begging God for this to happen. And it was really cool to see and realizing, oh, God's answering your prayers. He was, <laughs> we were just a part of something so big. And it's always amazing to talk to people after that, when, the, when the, the dust settles, if you will, when that happens and they'll think they've got an idea of what it was. And it was like, we've been doing this enough to realize that it's mm-hmm. beyond what you're, it's beyond the initial, oh, because of this, because of that. It's like, no, there was so much work that led up to this moment. And that's yeah. why it went. And it was enough people being willing to just lay everything down. Like we've just been talking, they laid everything down saying, God, just move through me, whatever you got to do. We change songs. We There's so many things that just happen. Just nope, change. Nope. Let's do this. And it was, we're not looking for our ego. We're there just to provide worship as trying to get people to join. And then it was effortless because they were already mm-hmm. doing it. Now we're joining them because we're like, okay, we got to follow your lead now. We got to follow your lead. Mm-hmm. And that's truly mm-hmm. amazing when we get to do that. So much fun. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. And I, I think one of the things that's so powerful about these moments you're talking about, the moments that we've seen at Revive, is this earth-shattering realization that you can watch in people where they realize God knows my name. Yeah. And I feel like what God is doing right now, I feel like what he wants to do, what he's saying is, okay, you know that I know your name. Now I want you to know my name. Mm. And we've talked before. I don't know if we've talked about it on this program, how, how name and, and Hebrew, the word name also carries with it authority, the name and authority. And so I feel like what God is wanting to do is help make sure that people know his name and his authority, that they may walk in it further to impact others. Cause you know, um, it's, these these moments should be evolving. Like you know, the the camp is a little different because you got different uh, a group a different group every year, and they're typically yeah. younger people, and they need that moment. Like young people in that specific age group really really need to know that God knows their name. Mm-hmm. When you get to a different age group, you know, there's going to be those people still that it is when they haven't realized yet that God knows their name. But once you know that, it's time to mature. It's time to mature past the, the the knowledge that God knows your name. It's time to know his name and it's time to walk in his name. And uh, yeah, I just feel like um, that might be what he's trying to do or trying to, to say to people. Stepping into identity. Mm-hmm. Ah. <laughs> you might say. They're coming back. Walking in Circling purpose. Back all yeah, welcome, the way around. <laughs> welcome back to episode one of Life on Purpose. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be that way to the sorts, right? Because we're kind of returning back to the start. It's kind of cool. took us all the way to get back yeah, to there, appropriate. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, this, this is it's interesting because this is a different age group than is normally, you know, we, you guys have seen this, and it, this actually started with me back in Dallas a number of years ago when the one of the people that was in charge of the youth asked me to come in and speak for a few minutes. And uh, so that is how me getting involved with the youth 
turned into getting involved with the youth and the young adults. And now we're just doing the young adults. And this is, as Daniel coined it last year, kind of a forgotten generation. Uh, so this is, these are not, you know, these are not children. The, these are young adults, your age, that we will be uh, in the, in the, in the room with ministering to ministering with the whole time. And so it's a very different age group. Uh, Daniel, you, you brought up something and uh, Ryan, I think, I think all of you did actually about, um, yeah, it's been coming out from everybody about those who, who said, well, you know, we prayed. So, so let's, let's talk to the people that are listening, not just about what we're anticipating at Revive, but maybe why is it you're listening to this program? Okay. You're not going to Revive. You you can't go for for whatever reason, okay, uh, and you can't go to the young adult because you're not one. Because uh, you know I'm the one that gets to break the rules there, but <laughs> you you can't go. <laughs> so, what about is there a job for you? I would say absolutely. Mm-hmm. I put it out on on my program uh, this morning that I recorded. I want to say it on this one. Uh, we already have people that have committed to that time period from 3.30 to 5, 5.30 Central Time on Friday, Shabbat, and Sunday to stop and pray. Pray for this time because we need that covering. We need people praying about that. And it's not that God's just sitting up there going, okay, well, if we can have 123 people praying, then I'm going to show up. No, as Daniel said, he says, where there are two or more are gathered. But see, this is a way for you to be involved in what's going on. I, I don't understand that. Yeah, Maybe one of you right. guys smarter than me can, 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 can help me to understand why that is. But it's like he desires to have those who can't be there to be a part of what's going on, but you will probably not see the results until the kingdom. Mm-hmm. You better so go, Dale, or I'm going to jump all over this. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got a, I got a picture for this. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're standing over a table, and it's dark, like pitch black, and you have there's something on the table, and the thing that is on the table is what God is doing. And so you, as one person, are shining a flashlight on it. And then each person present is shining a flashlight on it. And all of a sudden, you can really, really see what God is doing. But then you have all the people who are contributing their prayers to it. And all of them are shining their flashlights on this. And now all of a sudden, the thing that God is doing is so illuminated with the brilliance of everyone contributing that it's just blinding. I like it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it, that's just the best thing that I, mm-hmm. that is a picture of the power of people coming together in person and in prayer. It oh. does add something. That thing was always there. God was always doing the thing. That thing was that the thing was on the table. Even if the first person never turned their flashlight on, it was still there. But the more that we come together and acknowledge it and contribute toward it, the more that it will become a force to be reckoned with in the world. Mm-hmm. Mm. And, and that would be my prayer for those that are not able to make it and are praying is that they would be able to tap into 
the same things that are happening in that room would begin to be evident in mm -hmm. their life, even though they're not present. They're there mm -hmm. for their present spiritually by their sacrifice mm -hmm. of prayer and therefore warrant the same results, the same experience that those that are in the room would have, whether you are on the other side of the world or uh, live next door and just aren't able to make it for various yeah. reasons. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know one. Because once all those flashlights get shining and the light intermingles, you can't tell which light is whose. It's all yes. intermingling and it's yeah. all one light. Yeah. I know one yeah. very, very special person that was wanting to come this year, but just can't because of some issues. And um, I, I would pray that with you, Ryan, that the, the people that are that are stopping to pray that the same thing that we're experiencing in that room, they would experience in their own lives. Mm -hmm. Yes. I, and I've seen it as a pattern every time something like this has happened. It's always been that way. Whenever you're pouring out into someone, there's something God's giving you back. There's always something. And it's not that you do it for those reasons. It just happens. No matter what, we've talked so many times about the testimonies of oh, when you gave something, when you did this, and you didn't realize as you gave, something was also coming back to you. It's not the same thing, but it's exactly what you needed. And I, I believe that with all my heart that you're absolutely right. That absolutely happens. And I'm joining in with that too. That whoever's praying that they're joining in with that and they'll start seeing the same restoration that's happening in that room happening in their lives with, with whoever it needs to be restored oh man that's gonna be cool <laughs> cool mm -hmm. don't forget to write to us if that happens to you please don't yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes please, please let yeah, us know. i will i will get on my knees and beg for that one <laughs> yes please because that's those are the kind of things that just those little things can just you don't know how far the willingness to write out something like that and send us that, which so many people have already done, which thank you guys for doing that. But if you do that, like it just makes it just it just makes our face even more ratified, even more. I mean, it already is it just makes it that much better. And it just yeah. brings so much yeah. joy to know what you're going through. And that's what we want to share in your joy when you're going through that. Please let us know. Yeah. Like that's gonna be yeah. so cool. I'm excited for those people listening right now who are gonna be getting that. It's gonna be amazing. Well, let me, let, let's practice for revive then. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> you guys, when I say something like that, you're like, uh-oh. Uh, go. <laughs> yeah. So let, let's practice for revive, on. which uh, a lot of revive is, is me just kind of pointing at one of you and saying, hey, come here and start talking. Go. Uh, so we're going to do that in a moment. But I'm going oh, to give you a little break since, since you were coming in here cold. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to give you a little time to think here uh, regarding this. So. I want you to look at the the screen, the camera, whatever. I know there's people on podcasts that just listen, but uh, I want you to speak directly to people and give them your number one prayer request for Revive. Now, I'm, I'm going to let you guys off the hook. I'm going to start. <laughs> Sounds good. Normally don't do that. Here's my prayer request for Revive that I've seen people come to meeting after meeting, revival meeting, special meeting, whatever it is, they come with anticipation, they're met, they have a great experience, and then a week, two weeks, or a month afterwards, well, it's just something of a historical event in their life. What I am praying for and ask others to pray with me 
is something that, as I said earlier, would define a person's life so that no matter how much time goes by afterwards, that which happened would always be a part of them and would define their life forever and eternity. Who wants to go first? Mm. Or, I guess that'd be oh, second. But say I can jump. Okay, go, Dave. Jump. Go. All right, I'll jump. Uh, <laughs> my prayer request. Uh, I want to echo what I want to echo what Mike said. I think it was in the very beginning that those in the room will know. Um, echo to a point. I want to add something else that, that I've been experiencing, but echoing the point that those in that room. And those praying for them as well will also know that God knows their name wherever they're at. To echo last episode, that even, even if they're not perfect, it does not matter. God knows your name. And he's got the, the plans and things that he has in store for you. All those things that they get to realize the magnitude of the love of God in a huge way that their lives matter. Your lives matter. Those who are praying, your lives matter. And that those desires, those innate desires that I know we'll be talking about, those innate desires you have for your future, for what God's doing for you, what you want your relationship with God to be like, is really not that far away. And that he's asking, receive that, the, to know that even those, to be honest with the fathers, another one I want to look at, the and those yeah. kids in that room, the, sorry, not kids, but those young adults, that they do not have to come at God with a face of who they think they need to be before God, but they come to him with total themselves, not pushing anything in front of them. It is yeah. them and God and actually knowing that relationship and they know they can actually lean on that relationship. Yeah. So my prayer request for Revive, I would like to start by saying that we read in Scripture of when Moses goes up on the mountain and he spends time with the Father. And he comes down and uh, his face is transformed in such a fashion that all those viewing him knew that he had spent time with the Father. Now my earthly father has a kind of a humorous saying. And it goes, you can set a, you can build a man a fire and he'll be warm for the night. Or you can set a man on fire and he'll be warm for the rest of his life. That has some spiritual connotations. Yeah. Because I don't want you to just come to revive awesome. and <laughs> leave and say, like Mike said, I have a wonderful, I had a wonderful experience. Nor do I want you to leave and say, I had a wonderful experience and it impacted me. I want you to leave and say, I had a wonderful experience. It impacted me. And because it impacted me, now I want to impact others. And so they will see that you went and the father showed up and you experienced that. And that becomes real in your life and in the lives of those around you. Amen. Hmm. Stealing that, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that was so good. Okay, mine. Um, 
I'm going to make it two parts. Um, so as of this recording, I am 28 years old. Um, so last year, as you can probably do the math, I was 27 years old. Um, 27 oh, was a genius. number that I saw. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just <laughs> unparalleled mathing going on here. <laughs> Homeschool. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so 27 was a number that I saw a lot growing up. Um, and it wasn't until a lot of the way through that year that I remembered that. And last a good, very good year and a very big year. Um, left my job to start a business, um, moved into a new house that was much bigger than my old one for my growing family, um, and just a lot of a lot of great things with with my family and uh, in our home life. And then I hit 28, and my birthday is November 28th, and so there's the whole thing of the golden year. And so I was like, aha, moving from one of the best years of my life to the golden year. How much better can it get, right? And this has been one of the hardest years so far that I've ever experienced um, emotionally and just, just stuff. And the other day I was just in the kitchen at night, turning off the lights before I go to bed. And I just started thinking about that. It just came to me randomly. And I was like, wasn't this supposed to be like my golden year or whatever, you know, it's kind of silly stuff. And I heard the father say just so quietly and gently. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know how gold is made, right? and so part one of the prayer request would be that the slag would come to the surface and be wiped the heck away for us for everyone in the room and for everyone praying for that every one of those impurities would be purged by fire and would be thrown away and that the gold would emerge in a brilliant way um because, yeah, we just, we need it as the body of Messiah. We need to to have those impurities and those things holding us back from shining brighter be taken away. And then the other part of the prayer request would be very simply that each and every person in there could say 100% without a doubt that they have been filled with the Holy Spirit. And not just in a verbal way but in a way that they can show yeah i'll go along with that mm-hmm. let me let me throw a, a a personal wrench in the toolbox of of daniel here um the year was 1986 i was 28 years old And that's the year that me and your mom came to Messiah. Mm -hmm. Take it, whatever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) My life began at 28. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So, well, that's just a a personal thing. So, well, guys, um, Wow. Closing thought. Go ahead. Ooh. I'm, uh, I was going to say, I was, I was going to say this whole time we've been talking, I've just been thinking about the disciples and how Yeshua told them to go to Jerusalem and wait. Yeah. And 
I've just been thinking as we've been going through the program, kind of based on what I said, if they hadn't been there, would the tongues of fire still come? Had would the tongues of fire still come? Would that still have happened? Mm. And it maybe, maybe not. Probably. I mean, it's hard to say. Yeah. But regardless, Yeshua told them to go and wait. And so he was telling them something's going to happen, basically. And that gave them a front row seat. Everyone still experienced it to some degree. But because they knew to expect, it gave them a front row seat. And they got the lead on everyone, essentially. And so knowing that something is going to happen, your eyes are open and you're ready for it. And you can participate sooner to then take it to the nations. Good. It's good. It's funny you say that. There's a lyric to a song I've been listening to lately. It goes, uh, pay attention to the open sky. Keep that fire burning in your eye for you never know what will be coming down. Uh, that I think that kind of sums up there, our expert expectations for this event. I, I'm just looking forward to seeing what happens. And more than Revive, I'm looking forward to seeing, to hearing the stories afterwards, yeah. the culmination afterwards mm -hmm. of things that we happened that we may not have even known that took place. Yeah. 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 That, I think it's, I didn't think I was, uh, I knew last week I was like, oh man, camp's going like this. I cannot even, I can't even wait more for next week with Revive. And now that I'm here with you guys again, I'm, I'm just about, well, I'm about to come out of my skin. I just, I just can't even <laughs> wait at this point. It's like, okay, uh, Friday can't come any faster. Let's go. Let's yeah. chop, chop, chop. Let's go. Yeah. Um, so that's where I'm, I think a closing thought is uh, anticipation is super high. Uh, we are all just super excited about what's about to happen. We hope that if you can make it, online registration is closed now. But if you decide you can make it out of just out of nowhere, you can. Guess what? They'll let you in. So you can go up there, take care of it all. It's they they will be able to make that happen. Um, and it's in a place where there's plenty of places to stay. So if you yes. feel like God's calling you to go and he wants you to be in place around other people, or you want your sons and daughters to be around a place where they are going to have a relationship with others, they will find new friends. They will find people that they'll be able to be friends with. It's, I would say it's not just that's probable. It's almost guaranteed. Yeah. I've, every time I've yeah. gone there, it's always been the same. It has never failed. And so we're super excited for this event, mm -hmm. but I'm going to echo what everyone else has already said. It's that afterwards. That's what I'm super excited about is what, what, what it means from this point carrying forward what that means is what is super exciting. Yeah. If you show up at the door and uh, you have any issues with anybody, just tell them, I know David Covert. <laughs> I'm sure that'll go. take care of it. And uh, oh, yeah. say, David, who you just say the energizer bunny of life on purpose and everybody will know that. <laughs> yes. uh, it's going to be a go. great time. Go. We've got some wonderful people coming in and, uh, uh, some, some new friends for some of you guys that, for you guys that, uh, you haven't met before or coming. So we're looking forward to it, of course, because, you know, it may just be that in the midst of revive that some people find out that, uh, the creator has plans for them. 
for to give them a future and a hope that would be for good and not for evil. So as you live your life on purpose, maybe they'll figure out that they need to live their life on purpose. See you guys Friday. See you then. You alone hear my every prayer. You're the God who's always there.